All right. Praise the Lord. Well, God is good. Amen. Everybody doing all right this morning? Good to see everybody this morning. Y'all glad to be in the house of the Lord? All right. Welcome, welcome to Victory Life Church. Amen. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get off into our message this morning. Uh, go ahead and get off into the word this morning. If you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and open up to Numbers this morning. Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13. And uh, we're continuing in our, our series that we have for this month. Amen. We're continuing in our series this month. And our, our series this month has been Fix Your Focus and but let's look at the scripture real quick in Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13, starting in verse 27. Numbers chapter 13, starting in verse 27. And the word of the Lord reads. Thus they told him and said, we went into the land where you sent us, and it certainly does flow with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who live in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large, and moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Amalek is living in the land of the Negev, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites are living in the hill country, and the Canaanites are living in by the sea and by the side of the Jordan. And then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, We should by all means go up and take possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people for they are too strong for us. So they gave out the sons of Israel a bad report of the land, which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone is, in spying it out, is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great size. There also we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, and the part of the Nephilim and we became like grasshoppers in our own sight and so we were in their sight and then all the congregations lifted up their voices and cried and the people wept that night and all the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron and the whole congregation said to them with that we had died in the land of Egypt or would that we had died in this wilderness why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword our wives and our little ones will become plunder would it not be better for us to return to Egypt so that so they said to one another let us appoint a leader and return to Egypt and then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces in the presence of all the assembly of the congregation of the sons of Israel and Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Nephilim 
of those who had spied out the land tore their clothes and they spoke to all the congregation of the sons of Israel saying the land which we possess to, to spy out is an exceedingly good land and if the Lord is pleased with us then he will bring us into this land and give it to us a land which flows with milk and honey only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land for they will be our prey and their protection has been removed from them and the Lord is with us somebody say the Lord is with us and do not fear them but all the congregation said to stone them with stones and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tent of meeting to all the sons of Israel let me pray as we get started father we just come to you today in the name of Jesus and we thank you for this time together and thank you for this opportunity to share your word my king and Lord just open up our eyes and open up our minds to hear what you have open up our hearts father to receive what you have this morning father just anoint me to teach and preach to your uh, children anoint me to share your gospel your word your message god in a way that brings transformation father forgive us for all of our sins lord we need you my king in jesus name amen come on if you would give the lord a hand praise in this house this morning all right and so over the course of the last uh, couple of weeks, um, we've been talking a, a, about a series called Fix Your Focus. Fix Your Focus. And we spoke about a couple of various different topics. One of those topics, amen, was, amen, focus on the progress, amen. Brother Zachariah preached about focus on the progress. And, and, and then I preached last week and I spoke about focus on the vision, amen. Focus on the vision that God has for your life, amen. Focus on the vision that God has for his church and his bride. Amen. But today I want to talk to you as he puts it on the screen. And I want to talk to you this morning about focus on the promise. Amen. Somebody say the promise. You know, and we look here in this scripture in, in, in chapter 13 of Numbers. And what we begin to see here, we see two different reports. Amen. From out of the 12 spies that God had sent in, amen, to, to evaluate the, the land. But we see two various reports that come back, amen. And we see two different focuses that these men had. And so I want to talk to you about that a little bit today. And as we've been focusing on uh, uh, what we're focusing on and a, a different attitude, a different perspective and this month, we've been considering what it means to have the right focus or the right attitude or the right perspective. Amen. And so today, I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us to begin to take our focus. Amen. And I want us to begin to focus on the promises of God. On the promises of God. Because maybe this morning, saints, maybe there's something that's going on in your life. Maybe there's something that's on your mind eh, that you're dealing with or that's bothering you, amen. Or, you know, something that's happening in your life, amen. Maybe there's something that you've been praying about or something that you're worried about or you're going through as we all go through various things, amen. But I want you to take a look because us as Christians, it's... We're all going to go through things. We're all going to deal with stuff. But it's about how we see it, amen, and how we focus on the very issue or the very challenge that we are encountering, amen. 
It's how we perceive it and what our focus is on concerning it. Amen. And the crucial thing, amen, about it is are we going to be those people that are focusing on the problem in itself or the issue or the challenge? Are we going to be able to be those people that are focusing not on the problem, amen, but on the promise? Somebody say the promise. Because as we look, amen, all throughout the Bible, and I forgot my little book, but amen, the Bible is all filled with the promises of God. They're filled with the promises of God concerning our life and concerning our future and concerning our outcome. Amen. But what's going to determine, amen, our victory, what's going to determine our outcome, amen, what's going to determine, amen, how we deal with it is what we're focused on. See, we can be those, amen, like the 12 spies that are focused on all the problems and all the challenges and all the things that are impossible. Or we can be, amen, those two, amen, which is not the majority report. Hello, somebody that's focusing, amen, on the promises that God has given concerning our life. Are y'all with me today? But it's going to take us to fix our focus, to fix our focus to where we're not just focused on the problem, amen, but we're focused on the promise. We're not just focused on the problem, but we're focused on the solution. Are y'all with me today, today, saints? And this is something that each and every one of us have to apply in our lives. And so I'm going to share with you a little bit, amen. You know, one thing that we can realize, saints, is that God is faithful and God is true in everything that he says and everything that he does. In other words, amen, God is a God that we can count on, amen, to fulfill his promises, amen. He is a God that is trustworthy. He is a God, amen, that doesn't lie. And we're going to look at some of those scriptures today. And so I'm challenging you to ask God to give you an encounter, amen, in order to be able to help you to see not just the problem, but to see the promise concerning it, amen. Somebody say God is good. You know, in, in Numbers chapter 14, we begin to see in verse 24 where God began to talk about his servant Caleb. If you put that on there, 14 and 24 this morning. And there was something that was different about Caleb. Amen. He says, but my servant Caleb, because he has had a different spirit. Amen. Another version says a different attitude, right? a different outlook, a different perspective. He's had a different spirit or attitude and has followed me fully. He says, I will bring into the land which he entered and his descendants shall take possession of it. Now, the land that they were entering into, saints, amen, was considered the promised land. In other words, they were entering into the promise that God had made concerning their lives. They were entering into the promise. And he says, but my servant Caleb, because he's had a, a different attitude, he's had a different spirit, amen, has followed me fully. I bring into the land which he entered and his descendants shall take possession of it. Are y'all with me today? 
See, the only way that you're going to be able to take possession of the promises that God has concerning your life, come on somebody, is if you're willing to believe him and follow him fully concerning your life. Can I get an amen? So in other words, we've got to know what God's promises are, and we've got to begin to stand on them concerning our situation. In other words, we're not focused in just on the problem, but we're focusing in on the promise concerning that problem. Can I get an amen? It is powerful because what you're thinking of, amen, is what's going to begin to become real in your life. So as a man thinketh, so he is. And if you're thinking, amen, about the problem all the time, amen, then that problem is going to begin to overtake you. But when you start thinking about the promise, come on somebody, when you start thinking about the promise, then that promise is going to become your reality in your life. See, this is a way that you and I begin to fight a good warfare. This is how you and I are going to deal with things and see God move in our life. Are y'all with me today? Because we deal with challenges. We deal with problems. We encounter all kinds of various things. Amen. But we need to take God's promise. Amen. And apply it to that problem. In other words, we need to look at the solution. And not just the problem. Are y'all with me today? So here we are, right? The people had been led out of Egypt by Moses. And they had made this difficult journey through the desert, amen, through the wilderness. And some of the people, at the end of their journey, they had spent their entire lives, amen, basically as nomads. They were born in the wilderness. Some of them grew up in the wilderness. They fell in love. They got married there, amen. And even some of them even died there, right? And as we look at this, this journey, it, amen, it, 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 it's a, a terms of distance. Now, this journey could have only taken them days or weeks, amen. But how many of y'all know it took them, y'all know the story, it took them many years in order to accomplish in this journey. Now, I want you to think about that for just a moment because just, amen, as we look at that, when it comes to us as Christians growing, how many of y'all know it doesn't have to take us our entire lifetime, come on, to learn and to be able to trust God, amen, to move in our lives. Some of us, it might take us our entire life to where we get to where we can finally trust God, where we can finally believe God, where we finally can stand on the promises of God concerning our life. But how many of y'all know it doesn't have to take you that long? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, don't have to take that long, brother. See, for some of them, it took them their entire life. And some of them even died in that condition. Hello, somebody. Somebody say, not me, Lord. It doesn't have to take you a journey that could have just been a matter of weeks or months or a few years. Amen. Some of them, it took an entire lifetime. It took them an entire lifetime to be able to finally learn and trust God and know, amen, who he is and stand on God's promises. Amen. But you and I, amen, we don't want to be those type of people because there's a point where God wants to bring you. Hello, somebody. There's a point where there's a fruitfulness in your life, a place where there's a sense of purpose, a place where you're focused on God. Hello, somebody, a place where he can freely move in and through every aspect of your life, a place where God can lead you. Amen. A place where there's peace. 
Are y'all with me today? See, one thing we have to realize today, saints, is you and I, we're people of the promise. We're people of the promise. We're people of the promise of Jesus in our lives. Amen. And his grace and his favor is working in us and through us. Are y'all with me today? But our focus is to be on him, not on our circumstances, not on the wilderness. Amen. Not on the impossible, but on him. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to learn how to apply this in every aspect of your life because you will deal with some things in your life. But the question is, amen, what is going to become your focus when these things arise in your life? What's going to come, become your focus when these things that look impossible, seem impossible, amen. Hello, somebody become to arise in your life. What is it, amen, that's going to be your focus whenever you get hit with some kind of illness or sickness in your life? Are you going to focus on the sickness and the illness? Are you going to focus on the promise concerning your life? Can I get an amen? Somebody say focus on the promise. So here we are, Moses, he gathers this group of people, amen, a handful of people, right? And he says, I, I want you to, to go into this land, amen, that God's promised, and I want you to go and explore it, and I want you to go and find out what the people in the land are like. I want you to find out their, how strong they are, their fortified walls, all these various things, right? And so here they are, these men, they go into the land, and they bring back this evidence that, amen, that this is a good place, right? If, if you read the passage, you begin to see how they, they begin to cut down a, a branch. Amen. It had a cluster of grapes that were so large that it took two men just to begin to carry it. Amen. Hello. He said, this is going to be a land that's fruitful. This is going to be a land with, that flows with milk and honey. This is going to be a land that I have promised to you. Hello. How many of y'all know God has promised some things to you, brother and sister? And there's some fruit of it. Hello. Somebody say God is good. But see, they, they didn't just focus on the fruit. Hello. They didn't even just focus on the promise. Amen. That's why it's called the promised land. Amen. Now, if you look up the definition of promise, if I can pull it up here. Praise the Lord. Amen. Maybe. Boom. He says a declaration or assurance. Somebody say assurance. assurance. That one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. That's a promise. Amen. Now, I know some of us as human beings, we might not keep our promise. But I'm here to tell you, there's one that will keep his promise. Can I get an amen? So you can't just compare it to your experience with humans. Hello. You've got to compare it to your experience with God. Because God is one that will keep his promise. God is one that will keep his word. God is one that will not lie. God is one that is faithful. Are y'all with me today? He says, confess your sins and I'm faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness, says the Lord. Amen. He is faithful. His word is faithful. He's a God that we can rely on and a God that we can trust. Are y'all with me today? But there's some things and 
that we need to begin to realize God is faithful to fulfill his promise. I want to put a scripture up there in 2 Peter verse 1 and 4 real quick. Amen. As I go through some of these various scriptures. For 2 Peter 1 and 4, amen. He says these things, for by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises. So that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. But look, he, he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises. And saints, there's thousands of God's promises in the Bible, in the word of God. Amen. We've got to be people that learn them. Amen. And that claim them. Amen. We've got to begin to be people that know that God is faithful. Are y'all with me today? Hello, somebody. Genesis 28 and verse 15, he says this. Amen. He says, I will not leave you. Until I have done what I have promised. Praise the Lord. You got my scriptures, don't you? All right. He says, behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. And will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised. See, that's God speaking right there. Come on now. See, you've got to get to know who God is. You've got to get to know who your God is. You've got to begin to realize he's one that is trustworthy. He's one that is reliable. He's one that you can count on. He's one that his word won't fail. He's one that will fulfill his promise concerning your life. Can I get an amen? See, he's one that's trustworthy. He, and he constantly demonstrates this over a long time. Amen. Hebrews 6 and 12 says this, amen. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. See, the Lord's promises, they were faithfully fulfilled, amen, throughout the Old Testament, amen, and even in Christ's time on earth today. Are y'all with me today? They were faithfully fulfilled in Numbers 23 and 19. He says this, God is not a man, amen, that he should lie, nor a son of man, that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do it? Let me read, let me read that again, amen. God is not a man that he should lie. Hello, somebody. How many of y'all realize that the God you serve, if you're serving the God of the Bible, he's not a liar? Now, I don't know what kind of people have lied to you before. I don't know who's let you down before. I don't know any of that. Hello, somebody. But I'm here to tell you that God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. But he has said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Come on, somebody, amen. If God says it, that settles it. It's done in Jesus' name. But it's just going to take you realizing that God is faithful. Come on, somebody, to fulfill his promises. 
So you have to grab that promise, amen, that applies to your situation, and you stand on it, amen. Stand firm on the word of God. Stand firm on the promise of God, amen, to where it does, you're not movable, you're not shakable. You take it and apply it concerning that, and you confess it over your life and over your situation, amen, and begin to watch God move. Are y'all with me today? In other words, saints, you can trust God. And you can rely on God. You know, I, I want to share a, an example with you for just a moment. Amen. Because when, when we think about it, there's nothing that God doesn't know. And there's nothing that, amen. God, God knows everything, right? I want you to look at the situation with Abraham for just a moment in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 15. If you'll put it up on the screen. I don't think I gave you that scripture. <laughs> then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham in a second time from heaven. And he said, by myself I have sworn, declares the Lord... Because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Indeed, I will greatly bless you. And I will greatly multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens. And as the sand which is on the seashore. And your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies. Now, I want you to think about this for just a moment, amen, because here we're looking at Abraham, amen, and God had asked Abraham, amen, to give him Isaac. Are y'all with me today? He had asked Abraham, amen, to sacrifice Isaac, but how many of y'all know Abraham knew what kind of God he served, See, he knew what God was capable of. And, and the reason that he was able to get up that day, amen, and the reason he had, amen, was able to take his son that was a promise, amen, from God to him. Hello, somebody. Another verse, he was able to take him, amen, is because he knew who his God was. And even if it didn't make sense, and even if God had killed his son, he knew he would get him, amen, out of that grave. Are y'all with me today? In other words, we have, a, have to have a bigger view of God, particularly when it doesn't even make sense. Are y'all with me today in our lives? So in other words, amen, Abraham was willing and able to take the promise that God had given him, amen, which was Isaac. And he was able to lay it on the altar to God and give it to God. Hello, somebody. In a way, knowing that God is going to give it back. Are y'all with me today? And you and I have to be people, amen, that can take the promise of God concerning a situation. And we have to be able to lay it on the altar and believe that God is going to move concerning that situation. See, Isaac was the very promise of God to Abraham. Are y'all with me today? You know, those that have walked with God and they've been through something, they, they can look at a new issue or a situation and remember that God's always kept his promise. 
Are y'all with me today? Somebody say God is good. Somebody say God is faithful. Joshua 21 and verse 43. Let's look at that for just a moment. So the Lord gave Israel all the land which he had sworn to give to their fathers. And they possessed it and lived in it. Next verse. And the Lord gave them the rest on every side according to all that he had sworn to their fathers. And no one of all their enemies stood before them. The Lord gave all their enemies into their hand. Not one of the good promises which the Lord made to the house of Israel failed. Somebody say not one. Somebody say, not one. He said, all. Somebody say, all. He said, all of them came to pass. Not one of them failed. Come on. Not one of them. All the promises which the Lord had made to the house of Israel. Come on. All the promises which the Lord has made, amen, to the house of God. All the promises that God has made to his church, amen, to his children, which is you and I, if you're a born-again believer. All those promises, amen, will come to pass. Joshua 23 and 14, amen. Once again, he says, not one of all the good promises... The Lord your God gave you has failed. Every promise has been fulfilled. See, I want you to know, saints, that God is a God that you can rely on him and you can trust his promises. He's a God, amen, but, but in order to trust it, you're going to have to focus on it. Are you all with me today? But God's promises are received in a way, but they're received, saints, by faith. Amen. Yeah. Romans 4 and 13 says this. They're, they're received by, by your faith. In other words, the promise comes by faith. Amen. For the promise to Abraham or to his descendants that he would be here of the world was not through the law. But through the righteousness of faith. The next verse. For if those who are of the law are hearers, faith is made void at the promise, and the promise is nullified. Next verse. For the law brings about wrath, but where there is no law, there also is no violation. Next verse. For this reason, it is by faith. Somebody say by faith. In order that it may be in accordance with grace so that the promise will be guaranteed. Somebody say guaranteed. To all the descendants. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. But I'm here to tell you, saints, that the promise is going to come, but it's going to come by faith. Amen. You've got to have faith in that promise. You've got to stand on that promise. You've got to confess that promise. You've got to believe it as if it's already done in Jesus' name. Are y'all with me today, saints? 
See, that was the difference between, amen, the, the ten spies and the two spies. That was the difference, amen, between Aaron and Caleb and the other ones. What kind of report they had, amen, is what kind of faith they had in their God and in his word and in his promise concerning their life. Are y'all with me? Somebody say the promise comes by faith. Do you have any faith in here? Do we have any people with faith in here? We have anybody that can believe God in this place? It's, it's not something you can earn. It's not something that you deserve. Amen. We don't deserve God's promises, do we? We don't, we don't deserve it. They're ours by grace. Amen. Look at Romans uh, 19 real quick. Romans 4 and 19, I'm sorry. I'm almost done. He says this, he says, without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body. Now as good as dead since he was about 100 years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, look at the next verse. Yet, with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able to perform. What kind of faith do you have concerning God's promises? What kind of faith do we have concerning our situation? Amen. The Bible says that the righteous shall live by faith. Amen. You came into this thing through faith. Amen. And you're going to continue in this thing through faith. But we're going to have to stand and we're going to have to believe and we're going to have to know that God is faithful. Amen. That he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. That he is a way maker. He will make a way. We don't understand how it's going to happen. We don't, we don't see where it's going to come forth. But we know that it is. And even if it's stretched out. Amen. Because some of us. Amen. We think that it should have already happened by now. Come on somebody. We think. Amen. That hey, why hasn't this promise come to place. Amen. Well are you still breathing? Thank you Jesus. That it's still capable of happening. Amen. In your situation. Are y'all with me today? Mm. There might be a little long suffering in there, amen. And my last point is we got to focus on God's unlimited powers. The worship team gets ready to come forward. We've got to focus on God's unlimited power. See, one thing about it, saints, is the promises of God, they don't depend on your abilities. Amen. But they depend on God's abilities. Hello. Abraham was 100 and Sarah was 90 when Isaac was born. In other words, they had zero ability to bear children within their self. None. Right? But see, the key was that Abraham's confidence, amen, was that God had the power to do what he had promised. See, see, see saints, you've got to focus in, amen, on the promise, but you've got to focus in on, amen, the power of the one that's giving the promise. 
In other words, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Are y'all with me today? You've got to focus in on the power of the one, amen, that's given the promise, amen. And if you focus on God's unlimited power, then you can count on that power to be fulfill God's promises. Hello, somebody. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, for no matter how many promises God has made, amen, no matter how many promises, put that on the screen, 2 Corinthians 1.20, amen. For no matter how many promises God has made, hello, they are yes, amen. He says, in them, in him, they are yes. Hello. It don't matter how many they are, in him, in Christ, they're yes. Therefore, also through him is our amen. To the glory of God through us. Come on. In other words, all the promises of God is yes, amen. It's yes and it's amen. Are y'all with me today? Because Jesus is our assurance. He's the surety of God's promise. In other words, you can count amen on his promises. Jesus is saying it's yes and it's amen. On your behalf, on your situation, on your circumstance, amen. We've got to remember, amen, that he's our assurance, amen. That the scripture promises will be fulfilled concerning our lives are y'all with me today it is a yes and it is an amen and god is a god amen not man but he will not lie if god says it that settles it's done and that's how we have to stand on it we have to stand on it amen it may look impossible amen it may look like there's no hope in sight it may look like there's no way that it's going to happen. Amen. You may even get the report. Amen. Maybe the report comes from, you know, the doctor. Maybe the report comes from, you know, other Christians. You, did you know that whenever the 10 spies brought back that negative report that it spread across all the children of Israel? Hello. All of a sudden, they were all speaking that negativity. Hello. Are y'all with me today? Come on, stand to your feet this morning. Thank you, Lord. You know, we've got, we've got to be careful because if, if you and I, if, if, even if we just watch too much news, we can get to where we, we're focused on the problem instead of the promise. Come on. If you're being indoctrinated by Fox or CNN, amen, you've got to be careful. Now, it's good to know what's going on in the world, but you need to know what the Word of God says. Are y'all with me today? Because that's what's going to create you to be able to stand. That's going to create you to be able to go forward. That's what's going to create you to walk in the promise. And we've got to be careful of who we let speak into our lives. Amen. But we, we've got to take our focus and put it on the promise and not the problem. Praise the Lord. So I don't know what kind of problem you're dealing with. I know we all deal with problems. But it's time to take and put that promise on. 
Amen. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we just come to you today.